The following podcast contains explicit material and should not be listened to by anyone. Backwards Compatible Podcast. I am your host, Kyle McCauley. Uh, today with me, as always, I'm joined by the other Kyle, Kyle Penrod. And the, I think I said that last week. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and the lovely David Frazier. Hoo-yah. Oh, great. Hoo-yah. And once again, Aaron is out on assignment. We miss him dearly, and we pray for his return. We don't miss he him. He died. <laughs> <laughs> what had actually happened was that he's on a secret assignment, and if we mention anything house. about it, he might he might die. <laughs> might die. He's at he's in your closet. He's my closet? No. Your closet. That means anybody oh. who's listening. <laughs> Quit, check your closets. Everybody check your closets. And then when they're looking in the closet. Also if you at see at see then when they're looking in the closets, he's under their bed. <laughs> also if you find him in the closet, uh Point out the address on his name tag and tell him that's where he lives. Yeah. Dude, what he always forgets. <laughs> he always him, forgets. Please get him back home safe. That's we, all we want. We're missing him. How awesome would it be if like Aaron was like our uh like our what's the word I'm looking for? Like he was he was uh the like his part of the podcast was to go and to listen to the podcast with you and like give <laughs> like give his take on it as you're sitting there listening oh, to it. Oh holy shit. Oh that'd be funny as hell. He's so, like, yeah, this is the point in the podcast where they start talking about this. I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan. <laughs> that would be awesome. It would have been better if there was more cowbell. <laughs> so, You're going to need that cowbell. You're going to want it. <laughs> I'm telling you. So uh, this week, uh, we are going to talk about Kickstarter Damn it, we should and its effect on gaming and uh, the new rise in early access games on Steam and, and everything of that sort. Um and the reason why I wanted to talk about it this week was uh, back in, God, was it like, I think it was like March, February or March of 2012, Double Fine came out and um, started their Kickstarter for their Double Fine adventure game. They were going to make a new adventure game. In this day and age, a publisher won't give you money to make an adventure game. They just don't sell as well as they used to. Uh, so Double Fine took to Kickstarter and asked for, I think they asked for $400,000 to make a new adventure game, you know, I mean, Double Fine's run by Tim Schafer. This is the guy who was, you know, back in his heyday, was working He's at Lucas guy. Arts on, He's the guy. Uh, you know, uh, what was it Secret of Monkey Island and and Day of the Tentacle oh. and everything like that. And, and Ron Gilbert was uh, at Double Fine at the time, and he, you know, he was the guy. He was the lead on Secret of Monkey Island. He made Maniac Mansion. You know, he he did all of that. So. You had some good names behind it, and they wanted to make an adventure game. So I, I gave the 15 bucks because I wanted to play this. It sounded like a good game. And mind you, the game hadn't even been like... They had nothing. They didn't have like a prototype. They didn't have anything. You were They're just like, hey, give us money for the thing we were buying make. a promise. You were buying a promise. Yeah. And, you know, a lot like 9,000... 9, uh, I'm sorry, 90,000 people bought this promise and ended up raising, I think, $3.5 million for them to make this game. And uh, let's see. This will release this when this release when this episode actually hits. This game will have been out for a week, um, and we're actually this this episode is going to be a little short. Uh, but we're probably going to do a let's play of Broken Age. This is the uh, the Double Fine game that's coming out. Uh, we're going to do a let's play of that, 
and kind of take a look at it and whatnot. Since I've I've bought into it, I'm getting the first part that releases uh, on the 14th of January. So, with that, what are you guys' thoughts on Kickstarter? I am fucking sick and tired <laughs> of goddamn zombie survival games. Okay. <laughs> Dude, you were like frothing at the mouth to say that, dude. I have been holding that. I have been holding that in for like the whole time you were talking. God damn. Well, I'm okay. I mean, I knew the topic, you know. So then I got to looking at at, look. Go look how many fucking zombie survival games are on there. Mm -hmm. It is fucking. It's ridiculous. It drives me crazy. And um, my boss the other day, he was talking about one of the worst ones, dude. Seven days to die. Oh, that one's yeah, it's right just, up there. Oh, yeah, we just, just looking at it on the Steam page. It, it yeah. looks bad. Have you played that game? No, not yet. So let Dude. me get to the other half of the, what this what this episode is going to be. So the first half is going to be Kickstarter, and and the other half is going to be early access games. Um, you know, which I, I guess you could say were popularized by Minecraft. Minecraft released yeah. it released in an alpha state, and it moved to a beta state. And literally, I think it was either 2011 or 2012, like fucking three. Three to five years after it actually had started being available and purchased, finally came out. It, it finally released gold, and yeah. you know it released. You know, so a lot of games have taken this type of business model and started, you know, releasing their game in a in a beta or alpha state. You know, and you can buy into it and kind of help them develop it and whatnot. Um, you know, and it's it's become so big that Steam now has an entire page dedicated to early access. So. Tell me more about the seven. Was it seven days to die? Seven I think it's ways? seven days to die. It's it is seven days um, to die. I'm pretty sure it's seven up. days. It is. It, it's right there. Yeah, seven days to die. So what's the deal with seven days to die? It's, it's a horse shit. Have you actually okay. seen the trailer? It's, it's just mm. not, dude. I, okay. Granted, I haven't actually played it. Mm-hmm. I've watched video of it. It looks like it looks like shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. I okay maybe this is gonna be opinion so whatever right if, fair. if you don't if you don't uh, you know, not you no I'm, if you I'm don't agree saying. with me then you don't agree with me and you hate me and whatever I'm I'm gonna live my life <laughs> okay my life. I, I my boss bought this game yeah. and he was just ape shit for it he's like it's like Minecraft but zomb but but you know better zombies and shit and um. And it is, and then it isn't, and it's a horrible, you know, it, it's got, like, this horrible, like, crafting thing with it. You can destroy everything. Mm-hmm. You can burrow into the ground, you know, place shit in the hole that you made, and zombies will dig straight down on top of you. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, in this game, like, because they can destroy anything you can destroy. Right. So, um... Anything but, you can destroy, I can destroy better. Yeah, pretty much. And during the day, you know, you can literally just, like, walk away from them. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they spawn during the day. They spawn all the time. Right. And you can just, like, walk away from them, but at night, they're, like, twice as fast as you are running. Really? <laughs> wow. You know? Um, so, it, it's... I don't know. It's 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 another fucking zombie horror survival game, mm-hmm. and I'm tired of this shit. Look at how many you can fucking find on there. I see two yeah. just, just by looking in just by looking in the thing. I see two just like right of the five games that are showing. Oh, and Wasteland might be a zombie, a zombie game, too. a zombie, a zombie game. Yeah, um, you know, and I mean, I I love the the early access and, and the Kickstarter games and stuff. I mean I bought that one that was paranormal. Yeah. Um, paranormal was early access. You know that you know that was that was pretty cool. 
Um, which we need to re- we kind of re- need I'm, to I'm, revisit that. Yeah, I've been waiting for like more updates on it because I don't want to. I don't want to go back in and play on like inc- incremental updates. I want to see like a big change. Uh, okay, you know, so that way I'm not like playing it so much just to see the new stuff, and the new stuff isn't that great. I'm just right. kind of getting soured on it. But, um, but the fucking okay. If you've got you've got this game that you want to make, and uh, and you you put it on the put it on the early access thing. And then, uh, and then people buy it, and then you put, and then you make the game. But there is a million of these types of games, and they're fucking boring. They're stupid. You know, like Minecraft. Minecraft was successful, but to a point. Okay, people get tired of playing that shit. Yeah, because it's Minecraft. Okay, and what I mean, is the point of Minecraft? Who the fuck? And I want to know who plays single player. On Minecraft, <laughs> I, seriously, I've played single player a few times. I, I have for like ten minutes. Yeah. I mean, you the, know? The initial, I mean, it is definitely a multiplayer game. Yeah. You know, but, but I, mean, I mean, the initial like you know, jump in and and start you know gathering your resources to build a house, and then you know surviving and and trying to you know mine your way down and and find the minerals. And I mean, it's there's a lot of fun to be had there, but after a while, like it's kind of you know. Well, it's like don't starve. It's like you get to a point yeah. where you can sustain you can sustain your character mm-hmm. now and survive forever, mm-hmm. and you don't actually have to do anything mm-hmm. else now. Mm-hmm. You know, so that, well, and that's and that's the drop off. Yeah, and that's you know, why they added it's like, that. We're done now. I yeah. beat it. That's why they you added know? that uh, that end boss and whatnot. The nether the nether dragon or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got to go find that fucking yeah. portal, which could be any goddamn where yeah. on a three million by three million cube. Right. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> I didn't say it was great, but yeah, that's why they added that because people were like, well, how do, you know, yeah. where's the end? Yeah, where's yeah. the end? He's not just like, fine, here, whatever. Just yeah, he gave him that stupid ending. Like, yeah. Leave me alone. I'm, I'm trying to count my money. You guys won't <laughs> yeah. leave me alone. <laughs> you know, but... but uh, no, it's not... I like the I like the early access and stuff, you know, but I I hate I hate the fucking zombie survival games, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and and uh, I, I'll ti- say I'm, that I'm tired of even looking at. Them. I think that's <laughs> kind of one of the biggest issues with uh, early access and and Kickstarter to some extent is you're seeing a lot of these games get on there and they're just kind of like they're just clones a little yeah, bit, you same know. Game and like that new one that just came out, Rust, uh, which is done by the guy who did Gary's mod. You know, looks interesting, but when you look at it from face value, it's it's it's, a, it's Minecraft. It's a yeah, fucking it's a, zo- survival game. I don't even know if there's zombies in it. Uh, yeah, I'm, but there probably is. There probably are because fucking zombies are like the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, make um, something else. Make you know, make uh, make make a platformer. Mm-hmm. Make anything. Platformer <laughs> would be kind of hard to do early access, though. You know, like hey, uh, hey guys, give it. me money so you can jump from this place. Yeah. To this place, I don't know. Well, I mean, adding to the game, adding mm-hmm. levels to the yeah. game. You know, um, I don't know. I just, I just thought it would be funny to start it off with that huge rant right yeah. at the beginning. No, that's, you know? that's a total. That's a, a. That's a fair assessment um, because that's the one thing that I've I've noticed the most. You mm-hmm. know, is a lot of these games that are available on early access, and you know, a lot of these games are trying to follow the Minecraft model or yeah. following it so close that they they are essentially making Minecraft. You know, and it's just it's kind of weird to. To see that, and I, I just want to know, like, who's who, who is buying these games? You know, like, who Kids. looks at this? I guess, I guess they're like, man, I'm tired of Minecraft. Let me play this game that's kind of like Minecraft. Yeah, you know. But David, 
David. I've never played yeah, Minecraft. David hasn't even bought Minecraft. Man. Right. <laughs> I've never even played Minecraft, let alone uh, well, Minecraft clones. Don't play Minecraft with these fuckers because all they do is go through a TNT <laughs> and just fuck and burn the server. Jackasses. Catch your server on fire. <laughs> I, have we ever told this uh, story oh, yeah, on they the podcast? My fucking server doing that. Yeah, I think I think I we, had to replace hardware <laughs> because they fucked up the software so bad. Oh man, that's crazy! I can't remember if we've told the story in the podcast before, Probably but not. I love it. Just, just me and Ronnie playing in the in the server, and then you know, this like, is what I get for having you know trying to be nice <laughs> and putting mods on the server and allowing them to warp items in. They warp in a bunch of fucking TNT and set it off. How much TNT are we Dude, talking here? The look on our the look on our faces whenever like the server crashed, we're just like, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> How much TNT? We, how much TNT? Did oh, dude, we filled that entire fucking map with TNT. To see what would happen? It was the dumbest thing we'd really come ever to, done. Come to find out, you know, like, apparently that crashed the servers. Yeah, it was not a good idea all around. But it, I'll tell you what, man, it was kind of fun. Apparently, it causes the server to have a thermal event yeah. <laughs> you know, and actually gotta, catch gotta, on fire. Yeah, that's what it said when I turned it on. It was like thermal. Uh, you know, it was like thermally. The computer shut down because of thermal event, and I was like. Huh, I wonder what that means. Click, <laughs> and then I looked at the Minecraft server, and I was like, <laughs> "Motherfucker!" And then I and I do remember I went over to your house and I stood in your living room and berated you two. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> I was dude, like, you were like yelling dad, at you, you were dad, getting home <laughs> and being like, "What the fuck? <laughs> what were you thinking? You weren't thinking. That's right, <laughs> dumbasses." <laughs> You can't just set off an entire server's worth of TNT. Yeah. You can't do that. Well, it's too many calculations, and it, um, I mean, my, ooh, what is that? Eight bit MMO. MMO. Yeah, it's Minecraft, but an MMO. MMO. Um, so back on topic here. Uh, sorry, I apologize for cutting you off there. Ah, uh, don't put the knife. Put the knife away. <laughs> um. Please, Daddy, not the knife. <laughs> so let me go back to Kickstarter real quick. Let me just uh, explain the double fine thing. So with with uh, you know paying the fifteen dollars in the double fine Kickstarter, you know I got I, I get a copy of the game when it releases, and I also have access to the documentary that they're doing on it. So they have uh, two player productions there at the studio, and they're making a documentary on you know them making this game and whatnot. So I've been following the development since you know april 2012 and everything and i've been kind of watching them make the game so w- one of the things that's kind of weird on that is i feel like when the game comes out i'm going to kind of already know a lot of the stuff that's in there so it won't be a nice surprise um but it's okay because i've it's a very interesting watch the thing that's been kind of worrying me is you know when they set out to do this they wanted four hundred thousand dollars three hundred thousand of that would be to make the game the other hundred thousand was to make the documentary and it was supposed to be a very small game. Well, when they ended up with three and a half million, they were mm. like, well, you know, it took us two million to make this downloadable game. Like, why don't we just kind of raise the scope? And um, you're afraid they're going to overcomplicate it? Well, it's not so much that. And I've been kind of seeing it. And so you've got when you're, when you're making a game, you've got your <clears throat> your artist who's making the game and has all these ideas and wants to get all of these ideas in there and then you've got your publisher who's paying for the game and the publisher's like, like yeah. the publisher like at, at some no. point like says no 
we need this. We need to ship here. We need to, you know, we need to make this amount of money to to make a comeback on our our uh, a profit on our investment and mm-hmm. everything like that. You know, so you need to tighten down, and we need to just stop here and make the game. You know, and you kind of see that in the documentary. You're watching Tim Schafer like get more and more ideas, and like kind of it feels like the the project is being pushed back because this this game was supposed to hit October 2012. We are now January 2014, and we're only getting one part of the game. Mm. Where the first part is coming out via early access, and you know everyone who bought into the Kickstarter gets the game, uh, including the second part. Whenever the second part releases, the idea is they're releasing the first part of the game to get more money for people who haven't already bought it. Um, you know, to to finish the game, and because they've already run out of the money. That's the other. They've run out of the money. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah. So wait, okay, wait. What you're telling me is they they raised how much money did they want to raise? Uh, they wanted to raise four hundred thousand, and they raised three million, three and a half million, and, and now they're out of money. They are out of money. Yeah. So they need an accountant, and I'm going to go apply. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, no, trust me, they have an accountant, and, and like they're he's not been doing their job. He's been in the. He's been in the. Well, I mean, it's you know like. Like when your boss, the guy who runs the company, is the dude like making this game, you know, like it's kind of hard to be like, I don't think we should do that. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah. We're doing that. It's like, yeah, it's like, hey, uh, you realize you just spent one million dollars on one third of the game, right? <laughs> it's supposed to be a four hundred thousand yeah. dollar game. Yeah, really. Well, but I, like I said, you know, the scope of it changed. It became you can flush the toilet, game, yeah. you know, and 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 I'm sure it's uh, like I have every belief that this game is going to be really great and really awesome and, and enjoyable and. I'm yeah, very, but what if it's not? You know, and if it's not, like that's the it, that's the idea. That's of Kickstarter. the gamble. Yeah, you like know? when you throw your money at a Kickstarter that's project, a, like you don't know if it's going to be good or not. That could be a catastrophic failure for Kickstarter games. No, like from big no companies, way. they've they've come out with plenty of shit games mm-hmm. that way, mm-hmm. and it still hasn't. I'm saying for big people. for big companies like Double Fine, mm-hmm. going to a Kickstarter, raising three million dollars, and then putting out shit. That could be huge. Well, I can tell you right now, um, it won't be shit. I, I'm confident right. that it won't be shit. Well, and they've already they they started a second Kickstarter for another game that they're going to make. You know, yeah. Um, they've got a pretty large studio though. This is going to be run by somebody else and whatnot. Um, I think I believe the name of the game is uh, Massive Chalice. It's supposed to be a turn based RPG uh, type of game, similar to like an XCOM and whatnot. Uh, that you know already hit its funding point, and they're making that game. And they had a couple. They've, they've announced two other games. You know, so I mean, they're they're kind of a multi-team studio that you know. And their idea, what they've been trying to do, is get away from you know having publishers and and you know, which I think is a good idea. Take a lot like they they finally they now own all of their IP. You know, their intellectual property of the games that they've made because before this, they only had two games. They had Psychonauts and Brutal Legend. That was it. Mm. Yeah. You know. Um. You know. Now we they all have, know about Brutal Legend. They have that. They have Costume Quest. They have. Iron Brigade, uh, stacking. I mean, like they've you know they've gone on and made a, a quite a few more games in the downloadable space. And I think that's what really saved that company because Brutal Legend was not the biggest hit. You know what he means is it was a giant pile of crap. <laughs> it's it's not a giant. Kyle it has was, a hard time with. Uh, I don't speak with. with I don't speak in absolutes. On, that game was with ripping on games. The game was bad. Um, no, I, I he think he, it had potential. He, he likes every game, 
Right. Um, he does. It's um, true. You know, and, but the, I will give Brutal like Legend. Me, I don't, uh, dude, I hate games that I hate. You know? <laughs> Brutal Legend's first half was like <laughs> awesome. And then somewhere along the lines, they're just like, hey, let's give this game to somebody else. And they're like, fuck it, I'm going to make what I want. <laughs> well, I don't completely I don't, change. I don't speak in absolutes. That's why you'll, you'll always hear me kind of like backpedal a conversation and be like, oh, it, it doesn't suck. It's oh, this. It's, no, it, <laughs> that's it just, sucks. That's just like, I am like that in any conversation that I have. And I'm sure anyone who listens to this podcast probably hears me do it on a consistent basis. Uh, but. And it's know. frustrating to our The viewers. idea behind their studio is to now own all their intellectual property and to produce these games themselves based on the profit of what they're, you know, they're selling them and everything of that. They, they're trying not to have too many publishers in on their, you know, their pie. But watching this documentary and whatnot, it's, it's kind of weird because um, they got, I forget his name is, uh, it's like Nathan Stapley, who goes by Bagel. He was the art. Uh, director and originally the game was supposed to be kind of based on his art and Tim was enjoying his art so much that he wanted him part of the project which is great and good but but now the artist is part of the art well now now we gotta <laughs> we gotta fly you know Nathan out and we gotta have him here and pay him money you know to be a part of this project you know and now like they're getting Jack Black to do some voices we gotta pay Jack Black to do some voice they got Elijah Wood that was a big reveal at the VGX was yeah. they got Elijah Wood to play one of the characters and that's awesome I mean that's gonna make this game that's gonna help propel big this game even more help. but that's a lot of money that you gotta pay these fucking people to be here and do this and it's like I just wanted a really cool adventure game like you guys used to make. Right. You know, but at the same time, like if this game kind of hits it, you know, like this could kind of help open up that genre to be more, more of a viable, you know, product. I think it's good and bad because now we're free to, to, to fun games we actually want to happen. But, and, and on the, the flip side of that, and what I've, uh, what I thought about whenever I purchased this and what I've thought about since is, you come out with a, you know you come out with an idea for a game and you go on Kickstarter and, and you're asking for money for it and whatnot and the idea is like you're selling this game to the people who want it yes so everybody who wants it probably buys into the Kickstarter when you release the game you're not making money <laughs> who else wants it right like who's gonna pay the money for well it? hopefully they won't put out a shit product mm-hmm. and say you bought the Kickstarter mm-hmm. or whatever if you say you it's know, a good and, game I'll buy it yeah and then mm-hmm. you talk to you talk to us your two right. friends and you're like hey I bought this Kickstarter game and it turned out to be a really good game we go look at it it looks intriguing then we buy it right also so, you'll probably pay less than we will for the game because you yeah. bought early access you bought it before it was even made so I paid $15 I'm sure the game's only going to be $15 I don't know I there's two but parts to it that doesn't always happen right like some of the it games, might be 30 bucks when it comes out um actually i've already i've already cited paranormal mm-hmm. i think that game is more expensive now really? uh because i don't i don't think mm-hmm. it's considered early access mm-hmm. anymore i could be wrong well uh the other probably, more than likely i'm wrong right uh <laughs> the other big game that came out after <laughs> double so like double fine was probably the first big studio to try kickstarter and be a huge success and kind of that's kind of what propelled kickstarter to where it is now where right. people are getting on there a lot yeah they learned hey crowdsourcing do, uh has has a good side right yeah you know um and what was crazy was uh brian fargo got on there and wanted to make wasteland 2 so brian fargo 
Uh, you it's know, also on that list we were looking at. Yeah, exactly. So Brian Fargo was a guy who ran uh, In Exile Entertainment and Interplay and made Wasteland and then eventually made the Fallout games. Yep. His EA uh, owned the Wasteland uh, copyright and what I wouldn't let him use it. You know, so he gets on there and he's like, I want to make a new Wasteland game. You know, I don't want to continue the Fallout storyline. Like, I got Wasteland. Let's do this. And I want to say, like, probably the 15 or $20 tier got you the game. Or got yeah. you at least like the beta access. It's like thirty five bucks on there. It's right sixty dollars. Is it on? It's available now via early access. It is sixty dollars. That's the same price as like a AAA retail game. Yeah. What now, the, yeah. like, yeah, what the fuck? They've dude. been running. I mean, they've like. I have no doubt in my mind that that game is probably worth every sixty dollars because it is a massive, you know, turn based strategy game. That I mean, like, if you've ever played the original Fallout's, like, there's a lot of content in there. You know, like I, I. It's kind of strange that they went you for sixty dollars. You find the TARDIS. I'm pretty sure huh. the original one. You can find the TARDIS either that's in Tactics or the original Fallout. Uh, um, I mean, I'm sure like in this day and age, that's a lot to ask, you know. But I have no doubt in my mind that the game's probably worth the sixty dollars. Um, and I'm very interested, and I really want to check it out. But I don't know if I want to. I like sixty dollars is a lot of money for me. You know? Yeah, so, I'm not shelling out sixty dollars for an early right. access game. Well, and, and yeah, I can tell you that right that's now. That's the thing. So, so. That's not a, I'm not on a fucking hope and a prayer. That's dude, the only downside to early access. Thing. When like, you try to charge too much for an early access game, that can ruin it. Yeah, for me. that's that's gonna ruin yeah. it for you. Um, I mean, I'll pay, like I'll pay sixty dollars for you know a game, you know a new uh, a, a new game that come out that I uh, love the shit out of that series, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, like uh, Bioshock Infinite, I would have bought that game if had I not had a a free key right, for it. You right. know, I would I would have bought that. You know, I would have bought that game. I would have paid money for that game. Right. Um, still haven't <laughs> played it, but you know, <laughs> but so. sixty dollars for uh, that's for uh, nothing up yeah. front. <sighs> that's well, what I'm reason. saying is like during that's the crazy. Kickstarter, I'm pretty sure that like you didn't have to pay the sixty dollars to get it's the game. The, no, I would have to look it up to to be a hundred percent sure. It's but, probably the fifteen dollar buy in or something. like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I don't mm. I don't remember it being like very expensive. Oh, so it's like project. released now. In yeah, the it's like oh. it's in early access now. I mean, it's coming up on its full release and whatnot. Oh. You know, like. I thought you were saying that it was like in Kickstarter for no, sixty bucks. No, so. no. Oh, okay. I don't believe so. I'd have to double check. It's, it's still early access for sixty bucks. That would, that would just be nuts, mm-hmm. dude. I mean, that's like uh, I don't know. I, I I I've gone on Kickstarter site not looking for anything in particular, just mm-hmm. kind of browsing around to see what kind of projects people are. Because I'm more interested in like what people are trying to trying to make, right? And right. Uh, you know, and trying to do. And um, there was there was one I can't remember who made it. It was and I mean this is off topic of video games, but there it it was it's like a little it was a little keychain mm-hmm. for your keys. Mm-hmm. And have you ever seen one of those at, at like hardware stores? They have those hex yeah bits yeah. that are on a that are on a little thing, and you just flip out the yeah. one that you want, and you you know yeah the Allen wrench it, it looked like that yeah um. Oh yeah, Allen wrench. Yeah, it looked it looked like that, but for keys. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, that's kind of a neat idea. That motherfucking thing is sixty dollars. Oh damn! You know, and it's like, that's a what makes that sixty? I could I could make that thing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, I mean, it's made. It, theirs is made out of metal. Metal. I mean, I I would have to make mine out of plastic because I don't. I mean, I I guess I could. Right. By you know by some metal and cut it out or whatever you know but i mean i i don't i wouldn't want to do that right. you know but it's like that's crazy expensive for this little thing and i mean it was literally that big 
you know, and and it just held your keys, mm-hmm. and it's like, no. Nah. Really <laughs> but yeah. then there's other things like the Krabby Wallet, which mm-hmm. I like. It was only like fifteen bucks, mm-hmm. you know. So I was like, ah, okay, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I paid twenty five dollars for my horrid wallet. <laughs> I no longer play World of Warcraft, <laughs> but. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, there's there there is a lot of promise on Kickstarter and what you can find and whatnot, and and so far there hasn't really been like anything that's like really failed, you know, like just fucking nothing surfaced, nothing came out of it, you know. Uh, as far as like uh, there was uh, that video game, what video game, board game, what board game? There, uh, there's a couple board games. I'm gonna like have to look up what the name of this board game is, and but this the the, the story in a nutshell is mm-hmm. that the guy. Um, he uh, wanted to make this board game. Mm-hmm. He went on Kickstarter, raised way more money mm-hmm. than what he actually needed, but he still made the game, stuck to what his focus was, didn't add anything to it just because he got more money, mm-hmm. you know, which is kind of what you should do. Um, well, and, and you're not supposed like, uh, in the terms and service of Kickstarter, it, it says, like, you know, when you put money forth, like, they don't have to, uh, like, in a sense... Like, if we were to go on Kickstarter and start a thing and, and people were to pay for it and whatnot, we don't necessarily have to follow through with it. Like, there's no, uh, um, what's what I'm looking for? Like, yeah, they're not, they're, there's no guarantee on, on, your return. yeah, like Kickstarter doesn't like come to our, like, come to our door, right. knock on the door and be like, hey, you guys need to finish this because people gave you money. Like, if we just take the money and run, we're total dicks and we probably would get, you know, like sued and shit like that. But, like, it's not on Kickstarter's part to like. Oh yeah, no, it fall fall in, the, what the, what happened with this board game was there was, and you'll have to forgive me for starting this, not having my whole thing, but the there was something that he forgot to do with this board game mm-hmm. and some intellectual property or something like that that he had to pay for. Again, in a nutshell, he ended he ended up with zero dollars. And still, uh, you know, and like is supply has to send out these games. So like right. he is losing every game oh, that he man. sends out. He's yeah. losing money. He lost everything. He lost his house. He lost his car. Everything because he had put he had put his entire life into this mm-hmm. game, mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, into this board game, and lost it all. Well, um, it, but at least he delivered. There's there's something binding him to sending these games out because I don't think I don't think with Kickstarter I don't I don't, I don't think it's as cut and dry as you just described. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas you go on Kickstarter and you say, "Hey, I want to make this a new type of soda can or whatever," yeah. and you get funding for it, and then you just ha ha fuckers and run off. You I'm know? pretty sure uh, you I'm, have to. I'm do I'm pretty it or sure give there's the money some back. there's there has to be some kind of legal binding there. Mm-hmm. Nobody but, put money into something like that. Well, what I'm saying is, I, I don't believe it's Kickstarter's responsibility. Oh, it's to, probably not Kickstarter's right, responsibility, right. but um, yeah, yeah, they don't have to pay you back. Well, the, the what I was trying to get to was like the fact that he got more money. It doesn't mean that he has to u- utilize that money. Oh yeah, you know, for no, extra, he for, just use what he needs right, and he make just, the game. Yeah, and just if he asks for five thousand dollars and he raises a million, like the rest of the money is his. Technically, yeah, it's yeah. whatever. You, as long as you get the like, product, he gets the money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Of course, that could be what it is, too. He could just be like, okay, well, I've got nothing left to do with my life now. Mm-hmm. Send these send these games out, and hopefully it gets popular and people buy them, yeah. and he can start 
getting some money in because mm-hmm. like and I'll have to look I I'd have to look that story up so I can link it to you or whatever but mm-hmm. it it sucks mm-hmm. to read that you know it's like dude it's, <laughs> hard. it's also don't you know don't fucking put all your eggs in one basket yeah. if I can if I can use a cliche yeah. don't ever do that well <laughs> and I mean so that sucks for him yeah and in, in the sense that like he you know he he was the one who was kind of left out in the, in the rain yeah. on that one. Uh, there hasn't been too many where the people who have paid in... Where they just got fucked. Yeah, where they get dicked over. Uh, there was one that uh, came up relatively recently, um, and I'm forgetting names. I really should have done better research. Yeah, we didn't I'm, do any research. I'm very... I'm, Welcome I'm, to the Backwards Compatible yeah. Podcast. We don't do research at all. I feel really bad. We just for, talk out of our asses. Yeah. We just like, eh, things we say. I'm very unprepared for this, but uh, there was a, a company that did... They were trying to make a sword simulating uh, simulator game and whatnot, and... Um, even had Gabe Newell in the uh, the pitch video and whatnot. It was very funny. Uh, you know, they they raised their money and everything. And about a year uh, after every everything had, had been done, you know, they they came out and they're like, you know, we can't do it. Sorry, guys. Like, we appreciate your help. We appreciate you know you're trying to help us out and whatnot, but it's just not there. Can't do it. Can't you know, do it. We've already spent all the money. We don't, we don't have anything. Sorry. Unless you, you know, unless you plan on giving us more money. Yeah. Um. You know, or another case was the Ouya, the new uh, Android console that came out of Kickstarter, turned out to be kind of shit. You know, oh well, yeah, sucks for them or sucks for the people who kind of bought into that. I don't know what type of promise they were really buying into. I, I never, remember, I remember looking at that and kind of going, mm, I, I looked no. at that, and I was like, that's just a bad idea. But Aaron actually thought it was cool. Yeah. You know, so I mean, there's there's been a few stinkers, uh, you know, but there's been a lot of really good games that come out of that. FTL, Faster Than Light, came out of Kickstarter. Yeah, that's freaking um, awesome. The game is bad ass. Um, trying to think of any any other games that have come out of Kickstarter. I haven't bought many of them. Like the Paranormal one mm-hmm. was the last one that I bought. Um, actually, I, no, I take that back. That's the only mm-hmm. early that's access case, game. That yeah, I've that's, ever that's just early access. Um, so. Yeah, I, I haven't bought of, any games mm-hmm. out of Kickstarter. I would say uh, don't, uh, don't you bought Don't Starve when it was on sale, right? Like I bought Don't Starve before it was released, right? So and, early and that was before they had started early access. Yeah. So I guess I would because yeah. well was that they were offering. I mean, they were offering for like three bucks, you know, at that time, and then and they didn't have anything, right? Like there were there were aspects of the game that weren't there yeah. that are that are there, there now, now, like Winter. Yeah, Winter was never wasn't there when when I was playing that game uh, hardcore. Mm-hmm. Winter was never there, mm-hmm. you know, and apparently now I haven't played it like a lot since winter actually started. I think it like day 50 winter starts mm-hmm. in the game now. Um, so like, uh, the, you know, then you have to then you have to worry about you have to get different kinds of food because like if you're if you like I did and plant crops, well, they're not going to grow. Right. So you have to get, you have to go get meat. Yeah. You know, so then, yeah. Uh, but it, but that's also one of those things too. I know what happens so you can anticipate it. Mm-hmm. And if you can anticipate it, then right. the whole game's kind of fucked. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I, you know, there's, there's an inherent danger in, in Kickstarter as far as, you know, you're, you're buying a promise and the person on the other end, maybe doesn't really know how to make that you know how to fulfill that promise um early access is a bit different because obviously the game is near completion and they're putting it out to get more money to complete it and 
you know, to get more insight. And it's 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 free beta testing, really. Yeah. You know, in a, in a lot of cases. Um, my only issue with early access is, is I feel like there are just so many games that are coming out as early access now. Like I seen a, I seen one called Prison Story. Oh, yeah. Prison Architect. Yeah, Prison Architect. Yeah, that Prison one looks fun. Yeah, um, their trailer is funny. It's just it's. Morning. This game and, and maybe this is just how Steam kind of runs its its front page and everything like that. But I just feel like every new release is a fucking early access game, and like I don't mind buying early access games, but I I feel like I need to do the research oh, and yeah. figure out like is it a, at a point that I actually want to play it? Right. You oh, know, you like, how broke is this game? Yeah. Like, um, and I forgive me for keep going back to the same game that paranormal game i um i read everything in the community hub before i bought that game mm-hmm. right well um, and, and, and you uh, need to do that yeah. <laughs> you know? well and i was uh, it was funny yeah i got I burned talking. by jane jade empire so i was talking to our good for that's that's a whole other story right i was talking to our good well, friend that's kenny. what i mean by the hub i was talking to my good friend kenny one uh one day and there was a, a game on there called damned uh, it was a four-player co-op game where one person is like the ghost who's attacking everybody, and you know three other people are the people like searching through the house and whatnot. And very interesting game, but it was early access. And he was talking about it. It was kind of cheap, and he was like, you know, man, we should all pick that up. I was like, yeah, you know, I might pick it up. It's like ten bucks. And I was like, I, I'm not going to pick it up right now. And he's like, well, I'm going to go ahead and buy it. And he bought it, and he's playing it, and he's talking to me about it, and he's like, it's really fucking broken. I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, I can't like it crashes all the time. I can't do anything, and I'm like. Yeah, I, w- I would have. I would have looked that up a little bit more before yeah. I paid the money for it. Because now, now you're just kind of stuck with a game that doesn't work until yeah. they finally fix it. Right. You know. Granted, luckily it's only ten dollars and not Battlefield Four, which is sixty dollars and having the same fucking issue. Right. You know. Um, you uh. <laughs> essentially, he paid them to to beta test. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean that's kind of what you're getting into, you know. Yeah. But it's it's the question of like how far are developers willing to to go i feel like i feel like valve needs to have a better standard of what early access means you know or like more tiers like this early access game is pre-alpha you know and and what pre-alpha means is this this is what you're getting into if you purchase a pre-alpha game this uh this early access game is is alpha this early access game is beta you know the this is what you get when you in when you purchase these games in these states and you know so that way like a pre-alpha build says, like it may not even fucking work. If I buy a game that's in pre-alpha, I know it may not fucking work. Right. If I buy a game that's in beta, that, uh, it's supposed to work. You that know? Uh, that prison architect game I like because mm-hmm. they straight up tell you all the things they know that are wrong with it right up front. Yeah, like, and, a, and a lot of and a lot of the developers on early access do a pretty good job yeah. of keeping you know everything up to date. Like, so this is broken. You're. Uh, well, it's not hard to you know track. Your bugs. characters might yeah, start like eating that. in the shower. Yeah. That's not fixed yet. Yeah. <laughs> You know, but I I do I do feel like it was a really good idea that Valve added this to Steam, but I also think that they need to do a better job of like curating it and you know. Well, people just need to uh, people just need to understand. Yeah, you know, right. Like you're buying this game, it might not it it might not work. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's all there is to it. Yeah. Like there, um, I had a story, but it mm-hmm. just woo, uh, and uh, well. Uh, so in the case of like paranormal, like I've you know we've played through that 
quite a few times and whatnot, and uh-huh. I've put it down at this point because I just want to wait until there's a big update to right. see what's all new instead of playing it in increments. And it's like, what if I never actually get back to that? Like, what if I just kind of forget about it and never really get back? Or what if, like... I feel like I got my... What if they never fix it? it? Yeah, and, and I don't know if there's any like anything on, on the developer side that says that they have to finish it and get it out of early access. You know, Probably like, isn't. Like, what if this dude just, like... Half made a game and made you all made a game, got it. all the money he wanted, and was just kind of like, I, I don't really know what I'm doing. And I just I got this far, but now I don't know how to fix it. So, thanks for the money, guys. You know, or you know, just you know, you know I mean, like in in that game's case, mm-hmm. I, I can't remember how much I paid for it. it was I 10 bucks. think ten bucks. Yeah, it was ten bucks. I got and I got my enjoyment. Out I of got it. ten bucks out of it. Yeah, too. Uh, I mean, fuck yeah. it. I, I would dare say I, I probably got twenty five bucks out right. of it. It's, you know? it's sort so of like I'm, the same I'm risk good. as a Kickstarter, except for mm-hmm. you actually get the product before you get screwed. Yeah, yeah. Well, you get you're with yeah with early access you're gonna get something but yeah i agree they need they need to have like a you know like a like a bronze silver and gold tier you know like gold's beta silver's alpha bronze is like really alpha (laughs) you know you can get into the world and walk around but i can't promise you that there's no npc basically you're buying it in bronze because you don't want to buy it in silver you want to you want to have it and and, and watch it update and not necessarily a monetary difference just Mm -hmm. development difference Mm -hmm. you know um so you can tell like like you said you you know uh, kenny bought that game and then didn't realize it's how broken it was you know um, and and but you know what developers have been doing this shit forever. I got burned with uh, what's that? What's the, the Age of Conan? Oh yeah, um, man, they had a solid fucking game. It was awesome up to level twenty. After that, copy and paste the rest of the time, and it was horse shit. Yeah, yeah. and they did a super good job because we got in the beta. It was awesome. You know, you forgave him because after you got to level twenty in the beta, and then things weren't polished and finished, and it, things were. It was a little bit off you were like yeah, it's a beta yeah you know you, you forgave that and then you bought the game and it was then it was that no that's the game yeah, yeah. and um and i was so pissed off about that that i i quit buying mmos that i wouldn't um uh that i that i wouldn't be able to play for free right for a little bit after like you know they didn't have like a come try this game kind of thing that's when yeah. I, you know, I i would never blindly buy an mmo again yeah. ever yeah i still haven't so um. I think yeah. I think at the end of the day, what we're what we're getting at with both Kickstarter and, and early access is, you know, we're able to move away from publishers and, and their you know, quote unquote demands to you know ship a, a product that you know is is cut from features and, and, and everything of that sort. But we're and we're giving the developers, the artists, you know, more freedom. You know, to do what they want to do, so that way every game is not just a copy and paste of Call of Duty. But yeah. I feel like also with that, we're getting a lot of copy and paste of Minecraft. And well, and that's be- you know that's because the people that are you know they're they're out there not not because they have like the a vision of this game that they want to make, mm-hmm. but they have a vision of how much money they want to have. You know, <laughs> so they just put out all these games. Yeah. But on you know on the on the flip side though, there's. They're not going to be that popular, you know. So right. I mean, they can't be. Right. I mean, what? Who is out there buying all of these survival zombie games? Kids. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fucking kids. So, no, I, but I know because you said the same that. Question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, who's doing all of that? You yeah. know. Um, no, nobody's buying all of them. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. But I, I kind of wish like. 
you know, the, the developers and the publishers would kind of look at that data and be like, because this is a way you've heard me talk, say it before that the, the people that are making these games and making the, the little game gadgets and shit like that and everything, they don't, they don't know what gamers want. Right. No. You know, like Microsoft came out with the Kinect, and the Kinect requires you to have a seven foot diameter mm-hmm. space mm-hmm. for that thing to even work at all. Right. You know? And it's like, who the fuck has a whole room to dedicate to gaming? Not okay? very many fucking people, not, all right? Not a lot of people. Okay. And um, so. They do, They don't know what gamers want. This is a way to find out what kind of games people want. Right. That's you what know? I mean by uh, people choosing what they can fund. Yeah, instead exactly. Of like, instead of like a publisher being like, well, that's an adventure game, and we don't really make money off adventure games anymore, so we're not going to publish this. Now they can just go to Kickstarter, and people can look at it and be like, well, yeah. that sounds cool as fuck. I'm going to buy it. Yeah. 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 And it's a nice, nice easy way, uh, you know, of... You know, finding out if there's gonna, you know, if there's gonna be interest in your thing, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah. and I and I agree. I I think I think the advent of both Kickstarter and early access is great for gaming, and I think yeah. it can really help us out. I I do I do also think though that there is there's too many easy ways for nefarious people to, you know, kind of take the money and run in this, and I and I hope that in the future, you know, we can all. Get to a standard where you know, like, if you do a Kickstarter, if you release early access, like these are the criteria that you need to meet. You know, um, not so much Kickstarter, mostly just early access. You know, like it's, these are the things that you need to meet, so that way people know what they're getting into before they put their money up this, and whatnot. Which, and, and like we've said, you can get that if you go into the community hubs and everything like that, and, and kind of scour and look and whatnot. But I just, I, the fact that we're giving more control to the developers means we need to also. Uh, put more um, responsibility on the developer to to meet their end of the bargain and what they're what they're selling. So, see, this is a good way for us to get what we want in games and like only get the games that we want, and not have a thousand fucking uh, Dynasty Warrior games published just because they sell to five year olds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's also a really good way to screw us the fuck over, right? Like, well, yeah, cause take the money and run style, like yeah. make a shitty game and make three million dollars off of it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, what if what if this game that that uh, Tim Schafer and Double Fine is making is complete crap, and they made three three million dollars out of it? Yeah. We oh, paid no, for it. They've already spent through it all. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm just saying. So they're gonna yeah. have to come out with a new shit game, right? Uh, I'm just I'm just uh, saying. What if what if they put out a shitty game? You got your product, uh, like you got the game, you got everything that they promised you. Now. Now they have an extra two million dollars. Go fuck yourself. I will. I, I do want to. So we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna we're gonna come to the close here and whatnot. And I do want to talk about Double Fine once more. Um, obviously, I really want to do a let's play to kind of compliment this podcast on Broken Age, uh, since this will be this will be releasing a, a week after Broken Age hits. And um, I recommend everyone check out every, everything else that they're doing because since they've gone to downloadable games, you know they're getting very much more creative in, in what they're trying to do. So they've got Space Base DF9 out uh, on early access right now, which is a space base uh, simulating uh, simulator uh, where it's, think of it as like SimCity, but only you're building a space base. How many more times can I say that word? Space base. <laughs> space base. Space base. Uh, space that's pretty space. neat. Space uh, base. You know, they've got... Uh, what's the other one? Uh, the other one is Hack and Slash. They just announced they're going to do. And that's going to be a uh, Zelda-like uh, adventure RPG. But 
the idea there is that you know you can hack your way uh, through it. And when I say hack, I mean like you know pull up a terminal and kind of like hack through <laughs> the game. Because the idea of, of that game was you know. Uh, playing like Zelda ROMs and like finding ways to kind of like cheat the system, uh, so that's like built into the actual gameplay. So that's that's very interesting. And uh, the other one was Massive Chalice, which looks really interesting. Let's go back to this space base game. What about it? Let's say space base again. Okay, it's space base DF nine. <laughs> uh, you can you know build a base, build a Zelda base, base. In space. Uh, you, can get, you can get chalice space diseases, chalice base, space zombies come after you, chalice base. You Airlock them out. And, zombies. Yeah. <laughs> More it zombies. It all comes around full circle. Back to the fucking zombies. Oh, man. And, so uh, tired of zombies. I recommend everybody, ch- uh, you know, check out uh, Broken Age when it comes Ooh, out. It I looks- just thought of another extremely expensive early access game. What? Planetary Annihilation. Okay. What is it? It's like 80 bucks. That's a Holy lot of money. Shit. It's like a Sim City, not like Sim City type. It's like a it's like a civilization thing, but with planets, entire galaxies. Well, there's that fucking uh, Star Citizen that was on Kickstarter, and they're constantly on Kickstarter because it's like you give them a million dollars and they'll build your spaceship that you want to use in the game, and it's it's weird. I don't know. Oh my god, yeah, it's nuts. So. I bet people have. Bought I had to go. I had to go on Kickstarter and be and just be like, uh, you know, whatever MMO that you have that you want to be good at, and you yeah. suck at video games, you pay me a million dollars. I'll fucking do it for you. <laughs> I'll do it. Uh, I'll go get like, whatever rank. I'm you gonna want. go on a Kickstarter. <laughs> I'm gonna go on a Kickstarter and be like, all right, guys, I'll be a power me, leveler on Kickstarter. Give me twenty bucks, and I'll come to your house personally, and I will brush your hair. <laughs> so, so I. Any, so that's not a half bad idea. <laughs> I will brush your I'm, hair. No, not brushing your hair. I know. But, you know, because you know, if I can get if I do shit, dude. If do I get like somebody to do. give me fucking a thousand dollars, dude, I'd fucking level their character up for them. <laughs> yeah, do like people, video game they have. people like what people used to do when WoW was a big thing. It's well, was sell weird. characters and shit. Yeah, this, but this time, just sell your time. Often as you think anymore. Well, I, I, I you have know to be good anymore. At the character, mm-hmm. right? You know, because you can have a high level character with awesome gear and then suck at the game. Still, you know. So yeah, I don't understand that. But. All right, uh, any closing thoughts on Kickstarter early access or anything? Yeah, they suck. It's and fuck zombies <laughs> and yeah and fuck zombies man jesus fuck, christ fuck your early access games and all their Stop zombies making the zombie games what if they're not zombies <laughs> what if they're what if they're infected what if they're that's the same infected <sighs> what like world war z yeah. <sighs> what are they going to are they going to chew at me <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right well i want to thank you guys for uh joining us this week do not uh, zombie and listening. Listen, listen it's the Ouroboros virus. Uh, check the YouTube page or the Carpe GM uh, website because I we're definitely going to have a, a let's play of Broken Age on there. Definitely, so. definitely Walmart. De- definitely, definitely, definitely Walmart. Definitely, yeah. uh, so, wait, why Walmart? I thought it was Kmart. Why did we say Walmart? Because because Kmart's so irrelevant right now in in this day and age. <laughs> who fucking cares? I never shop at Kmart. What's Kmart? Oh man. Right. We have a Kmart. Have you ever been in the Kmart Shop. in our town? Dude, Shop. don't go in there. You get fucking herpes or HPV <laughs> or some shit. Dude, it it looks like it's from a different like oh, a man. different time period. It is from a different time period <laughs> and it's dirty. Dumb. It's so yeah. run down and nasty looking. All right, all right, all right. Join us next week. Uh hopefully Aaron is off assignment and you can listen to his great stuff. He his died. month and a half worth of his yeah, his month and a half worth. 
of video game, of video game knowledge. He's gonna be so full. He's like, I don't, I don't fucking know what to talk about. I, Jesus. It's like, how'd you, how'd you like Don't Starve? I don't know. I don't know. It was, it was a game. It does stuff. <laughs> I'm getting Aaron like a truck. Is guy. there anyway? Is there uh, a whale? Thanks guys for joining me. Uh, thanks everyone for listening and join us next week on another edition of the Backwards Compatible Podcast. Fuck Kmart. Herka Durka. <laughs>